Welcome to Coffee with Donnie on the Spot. Today I'm here with a dear friend, Katrina Kirkland. And first of all, we are at Vitalize Studio in Salt Lake City. And this uh, mural that you can probably see part of was actually done by Katrina, right? Mm -hmm. So it's kind of fun that we're sitting here. We did not mean to both dress all in black. <laughs> that was a total coincidence, but that's what you get. Um, so why don't you tell us, tell me a little bit about what it is that you do. What do you call yourself? So I am an intuitive energy healer. Okay. And I draw on a lot of different experience and training in my work. So every session is really different. But I guess to sum it up, that's what I am. Okay. <laughs> so intuitive energy healer, what is what does a basic session with you look like? Um, but people come to me and... Sometimes they'll tell me what they have going on that they want help with, and sometimes they'll just sort of let me figure it out in a way or let me kind of give them whatever comes through for them. Okay. Um, and in that is a check-in with the energy body is the main thing. Clearing any blocks that may be there, you know, noticing where things are holding in the body, really looking at that connection between the body and the energy body. Um and that entails a lot of different tools that come in, whether it's journey work or rocks or plant spirits or meditation, um, whatever package, I guess, that person needs that comes through for them. Okay. That's kind of what they experience with me. So so people will come to you and say, like, just something is off. They have a block somewhere. Mm -hmm. They're just not feeling themselves or they're not feeling empowered. And then you kind yeah. of look at that and see what needs to shift there. Yeah. So I... people come to me for a variety of different things, you know, whether it's like a single teenage mom or, you know, a 70 year old doctor uh, with completely different issues or whatever's coming up. But the protocol is generally the same. Yeah. Okay. Tune into the energy body and see what's going on there. Generally, people are ready for some kind of shift, some kind of change um, and some kind of growth, really. It's funny because I've done a couple of sessions with you and you mm -hmm. come across as very sort of quiet and sweet <laughs> and you definitely are. But when you get into session, you're a serious healer. Like yeah. you really get in there and do the work and you're pretty hardcore. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, I get that both of those <laughs> things are true about you. Right. And mm -hmm. I definitely see a different side of you come up when you're doing a healing session. Yeah. You're very powerful. True. Thank you. Um, has there been something that has been a commonality with all of your clients mm -hmm. or at least with most of them? What do you see as the main thing that you're dealing with over and over and over in sessions? Yeah, I would say the main thing with my clients and also I think just people in general in our culture right now, the one thing that seems to be almost at the heart of it is this loss with intuition. You know, people come to people like us to for guidance and answers, and we call on each other for that too. Um, but really people at some point in their lives drift away from that gut knowing, from the intuition that they're born with. I get chills talking about it. Um, and so my job is to kind of help find that, help them find that again. Help them remember how to draw on that. Help remember where it is, you know. What are some of the things that you think take away that connection? Because I agree mm -hmm. with you. I see 
with my own children, they seem to be as toddlers and as five, six, seven-year-olds, very intuitive, very knowing what they need, what their Mm -hmm. needs and wants are. What do you feel takes us away from that? I would say early on, the first thing that takes us away from that is someone that we love or care about telling us that it's not okay to need what we need or to want what we want or to feel how we feel. And so we learn really pretty early on for some of us, depending on what kind of environment we're in, we learn pretty early not to trust, not to have that automatic response or automatic need um, and to express it, but to maybe have that and then, I don't know, it's not safe to need that. It's not cool to want that, you know? Yes. So we, we shut ourselves up. Absolutely. I mean, I, I, I know I've done this to my own kids, so I'm not even judging it. And it was definitely done to me where it's like, okay, you're three years old and you're feeling grief and you're Mm -hmm. crying and yet you're being told, stop crying, right? Shut up. Or that's stupid or that's silly. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's a very common thing to have happen. Plus when we go to school, I've noticed with a lot of my clients that once they start school, when I'm going kind of back on their timeline, They start school and they're told to sit down, shut up. They're told when to eat. They're told when to go to the bathroom, Mm -hmm. even. Mm -hmm. And then we wonder why people don't trust their own gut to tell them and to act on that. Yeah. Yeah. We almost don't have permission in our culture to express what we need and want, you know. And, you know, it's, it's not always appropriate. And so learning as a child when it's appropriate to say what you want and to make you know, for my own children, I guess, to to go into how I parent them, which is kind of a side note, but probably the people I do the most energy work with. Right. Um, just on a day-to-day basis. But, you know, I try to teach them that it is appropriate to always have your – it's good to have your feelings or your emotions or your needs and wants and all of those things. But the trick to learning how to integrate into society well, to have manners – is to be able to sit with them long enough to where you can articulate them clearly or to know maybe it's not the best time to cry about this, you know, to learn how to express it in ways that it will be received. Absolutely. And to also still honor the, that part of yourself and say, but you know what, later mm-hmm. when I'm home and I have a safe space, I'm going to cry my eyes out. Right. 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 So that you're not depriving yourself of the expression mm-hmm. of that emotion or that need, yeah. but that there are appropriate times and appropriate ways to express that. Yeah. And so in my work and in my own work, in my own self and in my own life, it's continually re, I guess you could call it reparenting. Not that I'm reparenting my clients by any means, but. Um, <laughs> we are so reparenting ourselves <laughs> though, aren't we? Totally. Yes. Totally. You know, we're learning how to be free, functioning, loving human beings. And it's a lot of fun, I think. You know, and, and, I don't always get it right. And a lot of fun. work, right? Yeah. Like I, I do tell my clients yeah. a lot of times, it's time for you to be the mom to yourself. Right. 